What's up, Boston baddies? You know what week it is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Sorry, we literally suck. We're so annoying. We are back with another song. All I want for Christmas is nudes. Okay. Merry Christmas. We're here. It's a happy day. It is officially the week of Christmas. It's Monday, but it's Christmas is only a few days away. I know. It's sparkly. It's bright. It's merry. It's here. Everything's good. Abby took a shower in some poop earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No. It was not poop. It was poop. Well, we still don't know. But um, uh, this morning (laughs) I wake up and I look at my toilet and the water is brown. So I go to the sink and fill up a cup and the water is brown. And so all day I was like, hmm. Someone should fix this. And I'm like on the Twitter looking up Boston water and sewer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'm on the, I was on the toilet looking up. <laughs> no, I was on the Twitter. And like a, something broke in like a couple streets over and it was affecting everyone. And I was like, Shannon, I might smell and I might look ugly when we record tonight. Because I can't Because shower. I haven't showered and I brushed my teeth this morning with a water bottle. And then it got to the point where it was still not fixed, but I decided to shower anyways. <laughs> So Abby took a, a little shower and some poop, but it's okay. You smell good. Thank you. It's the perfume. <laughs> oh God. If you're new here, follow us on social oh, media. Right, right, right. We're <laughs> yeah. doing a podcast. Yeah, right, I right, forgot right. it. Yeah. We're just airing out all my dirty laundry. <laughs> Literally. Follow us on social media. It's at drinks after work underscore on Insta and on TikTok. It's at drinks after work. No underscore. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for things to do, people to see recommendations on, you know, restaurants, Botox, nails, hair, skin, uh, all the above. Oh, uh. Join, join our private Facebook group. It's Drinks After Work Boston Baddies. The link is in our bio. Link in bio. We mm-hmm. actually just finished up recording a different podcast mm-hmm. that is not ours, which was super fun. And I'm like in the holiday spirit because of it. But um, our good friend, Tracy, one of our podcasting buddies, she actually works under the Big Night Umbrella. Um, She has a podcast called 30 Flirty and Surviving. As you may have guessed it, it's about people that are flirting, flirting, flirting. (laughs) It's about people in their 30s um, who are like trying to figure out life. And she's amazing. She's a great interviewer and has a great show. So definitely check that out. And she's single boys and she's hot and she has a voice sent from heaven. So go check her out again. What's her Instagram handle? (laughs) Shit. Tracy Sherm. Oh, 30 Flirty Surviving. Okay. Yeah, she got that handled. I was going to ask her, how the hell did you get it? Because we're still trying to cop drinks after work with no underscore. And we've literally harassed this fucker (laughs) for like literally a year and a half now being like, what do we have to pay? Like name any number. I know. The best Christmas present would to be get that handle. Okay. So if you guys are listening to this, if you could like message the person that has the handle drinks after work without without an underscore and like just ask them to give it back. To free the handle, that would actually be the best Christmas present that a girl could ever ask for. You know? I agree. Agreed. How was your weekend in New York? It looked so cute and festive, severely jealous. I love New York this time of year. It was so fun. It was it was honestly a great experience. It was a great weekend. Um, I went to New York City. Unbeknownst to me, it was SantaCon weekend. So I'm like, I guess I'm just like a fucking Santa. You didn't know that? Well, I like did, but I was like trying to put it out of my head. I feel like... 
there's just a, there's just been a lot of Santas lately. You know, like <laughs> a lot of encounters True. with a lot of Santas. The New York Santas were even a little bit more aggressive than the Boston Santas. Did you expect anything less? <laughs> I feel like everyone I saw that was doing SantaCon was just like dead in the eyes, and I was like, okay, like I'm I can't. Lights on, no one's home. But honestly, New York was so much fun. It was like some of the best dinner places that I've ever gone to. I went to a place called Morandi, which was in the West Village. It was amazing. Um, just like great Italian place and super aesthetically pleasing. And then I went to a place called Temple Court at the Beekman Hotel, which is just like- I love when you come prepared with the restaurant names. I actually made the reservations, which I never do. So I like just kind of remembered wow, that. Wow, that is very unlike you, <clears throat> unlike you to plan. I know. <laughs> um, but anyways, did that. It was super bougie, like very glamorous kind of gossip girl vibe. So if that's kind of your kind of thing, then I would go there. But it was a good weekend and we just kind of like hopped around the entire time and I made an agenda. I don't know who I was this weekend, but um, Sophia made out. an agenda of like 15 million different things I wanted to do. And like, we obviously only got through like half of them, but it was, I was like trying to combine doing Christmassy things with like fun things. Also, you saw the tree. Yes, I saw the tree. It was did you go ice skating? Or did you just No, we visit? like drank and like watched people ice skate. <laughs> we were like going fun. to, and then I was like, this probably isn't safe. Um, but yeah, it was so fun. We also went to this place um, anyone who is going to New York, I suggested it's called Paul's baby grand. It was like a loungy type vibe that turns into kind of a club. They put like a disco ball up only certain nights. It was just such a cool, like I like was thriving in there. Like it was probably my favorite place that I went for like late night. So fun. And obviously in New York, you can stay out till like literally like 10 AM the next day. Did it make you want to move? Yes. Every time I go there. So we literally were flying away. Because we, we decided flying away. Sounds funny. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, we decided we were literally got to the airport with 35 minutes till our flight took off. Don't know why. Just, what time was your flight? There's a part of me that wanted to miss it. Um, it was at five, four. Was it the four, traffic? Four thirty. The Uber took forever to get to us, but we still just like really should have planned it better. But anyways, we, the flight took off. And when you take off, you literally like fly over New York City because it's LaGuardia. Aww. And the sun was setting. And when I tell you, Abby, like I literally started crying, like <laughs> so emotional. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I was like, wow, like, why am I so obsessed with this city? I really don't understand. But like, I just want to be there like all the time. Um, I did have an incident though. Oh, Jesus. Did you hurt yourself? No. Um, did you hurt someone else? Okay, so we... Huh. We're, no. <laughs> okay. No, I was like, wait. Did you hurt Buddy the Elf? I honestly should have hurt Buddy the Elf, that little prick, but no, <laughs> I didn't do that. So we were... Um, we were at some... We were at the Butterfly Room. It's like this kind of dope like cocktail lounge thing. And we were going to go out after. And I like had a place written down that was really nice and we should have just gone there, but... There was like a flyer being sent around to this like Christmas party. Like it was supposed to be like an exclusive Christmas party at this bar. So we were like, oh, like, let's go. It like ended up not being like super fun. It was like, kind of like a small bar, but it was like packed. So anyways, we go, but your like name had to be on a list or else you had to pay like a ton of money to get in. Mm. Um, I've had a few drinks by now, so I can't really be held responsible, but <laughs> we get there. And my friend Liz was like talking to the girl who had like the list of names. And all of a sudden she looks at me and she goes, Hey, like here she is right now. Like this is her. And the girl's like, what's your name? And I was like, Shannon. And Liz was like, no, no, no. Like her name is Sophia. Like Sophia on that list. And the woman was like, the woman was like, wait, what? And I was like, no, my name is Shannon. And Liz was like, no, her name was 
Sophia. And I was like, it's Shannon. And she was like, it's Sophia. We literally start getting into a fight in front of this bar, like screaming at each other. And I'm like, my name is Shannon. And she's like, no, it's not. And literally- You literally couldn't pick pick up a hint. Literally the only time <laughs> that I didn't introduce all weekend, I was like, my name's Sophia, my name's Sophia. And that one time, and literally the woman pulls out this list and like points to the girl on the list and it's Sophia with an F. And I was like, no, mine is spelled with a PH. And Liz is like, no, that's your, that's your name. Like that's it. And the woman was like, okay, so you're definitely lying. And like, you're like, you guys have to pay like however much money to get in. And she was so pissed at me. And she was like the one time that you couldn't just use your alter ego name. It was, wait, do you think it was Sophia Franklin? No. Did you hear she's moving back to New York? What? Yeah. Why? I know. Uh Cause she lives in East Bumfuck right now. Yeah, she's like, like she's in like Utah. Yeah, why did she, I couldn't stay there for as long as she? I guess she grew up there, so it's different. Yeah, no. Damn, you really let the girls down, didn't you? I let the girls down, so we ended up having to like cough up like a couple hundred bucks to get a into couple this. hundred. Yeah, to get into this party, and I could have just like and it wasn't even stuff. fun that one. I mean, it was like fun. I don't know. It was just like a classic. Oh. It was a classic. It's okay. Like, you vibe. win some, lose most. Yeah. We it's ended okay. up with my friend. We, we ended up like stealing a lamp from it. I saw. And my friend Nicole was like, she was the most put together like person, like very, you know, just cute, well put together, nice, classy. She literally like has this like lamp in her hands, like what they used in like the 1800s that they would carry around for lighting. And she was like, took it out of the bar and she also took a vodka soda with her. So she's like running out of the bar with it, like all this stuff under her coat. She pulls the lamp out and she's like, I am Paul Revere. And she was like, like spinning it around. And I was like, okay. Oh, I love those nights. It is what it is. Love that. You had Christmas this weekend. I did. I was with Mr. Man and his family, um, his Long Island family. It's going to be away for Christmas. Lucky they're going to freaking Florida. So we celebrated early. So I was definitely in the Christmas spirit this past weekend. And we even did some Christmas shopping. I got a lot done. Ooh. I know. I was like kind of stressed because I had only really gotten Mr. Man a gift, but now I got, I checked off some other boxes for some other people, so. She's making a list. She's checking, checking it twice. Cute. I love uh, that. Was it nice having Christmas with the family? <clears throat> it was, yeah. It was a super good time. His dad makes homemade ravioli, so that was fun. The gluten was really, you know, good for my stomach, but <laughs> it was worth it. Worth it. Yeah, but I just, ugh, this time of year, it's like so bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I just like have so many feels, you know? I know what you mean. It's like, I feel like it's so, there's so much happening. It's like mm-hmm. almost overstimulation. And then you're like, I have to, you know, do all my like same traditions and do the things I've always done. And like, I have to be happy and I have to put on a good face for my relatives. It's a lot. It is a lot. And you know me, I'm not good at socializing. So it's like <laughs> hard to socialize first of all. And then it's hard to socialize when you feel like, things are missing or people are missing and you like feel out of place. And it's such an honestly weird, it's a weird time. Christmas, I feel like people put so much pressure on Christmas to be like the best holiday, the perfect mm-hmm. holiday, you know, and it, and it can be, don't get me wrong, but I feel like people don't realize, like there are a lot of people that are lonely on Christmas and you know they're may they might not be with their family on Christmas and not everyone is having you know the perfect cookie cutter Christmas 
that, you know, we grew up having because right. I feel like when we were little, things were fine. And well, at least it for seems me, like they were, yeah, they right. seem like they were. And now these, these days things are changing. People are changing. Our lives change every single year. And it's so hard to see like traditions that come and go. I know what you mean. I bet you want things to stay the same as they always were, but they're not going to be. No, like this is going to be the first Christmas without my Nana. And it's like so weird to think yeah. that like she's not going to be there. Cause every Christmas I would take a picture of her with like some form of like ribbon from like a present on. Like she just like <laughs> would love like all the sparkles and stuff. And she like put it on her head and she looked so freaking cute. And like, I have so many photos of her just like looking silly. And I'm like, Aww. oh shit, that's, we're never going to do that again. And I even remember the first Christmas when I got out of my long-term relationship, I literally had to text my family and I was like, so what's the plan for Christmas Eve? Like, oh my God. Cause, Cause I you like weren't used to doing it with them. Yeah. I'd always spent Christmas Eve with my ex-boyfriend and it was like so eight like years. His thing was Christmas Eve and then you'd see your family for On Christmas, Christmas day. day. Oh. Yeah. We would like, sh like, yeah. We'd oh shit. Play. That's a good point. And eight years. Mm -hmm. So you like, that literally was your tradition. Cause that was, you started dating in high school. Right. I had no idea what my family even did on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I was never there. And, and I remember the first year that I was single after we broke up Christmas Eve, I did nothing because Wait, why I stayed in my Boston apartment on Christmas Eve and did nothing and just drove home Christmas morning. Cause I just like was so sad and upset that like things were changing and that like yeah. my traditions were like no more. But also like, I feel like doesn't the, because obviously a breakup is hard as it is, but then I feel like the holidays and like moments like that, that are so special, they bring back the, the relationship. Memories. Like yeah. I know when Michael and I weren't together, <laughs> one year on Christmas it was kind of a dark time. I was like, we were like making, we were having like a cookie, like sugar cookie making day or whatever for Christmas. And I was like making like these evil little elf Christmas cookies that were like, you know, killing each other. And it made this little like evil army out of them. And I was just in kind of like a dark place, but um, I was already like sad about the breakup, but I think like Christmas and like not spending that time with him just brought that back like by tenfold. And then you start thinking about like the breakup and why things didn't work out. And then you just like go into this like hole of depression. Hole, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's such a good point. I also think like, um, I was just like thinking about like tra traditions changing and it could be so many things. And if you're listening to this, I think like the, the point we want to drive home is that it's, like no one likes change, especially with the holidays. Like you want things to stay the way that they always were when you're a child or you want there to be like that same warmth and things are gonna change. And honestly, you might have a Christmas every now and then that kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. You might have a time when something goes wrong or like I know even on a more like broad scale, you might've moved somewhere else and you can't, you know, make it home for the holidays. Like that's tough and like you might be alone and you're like well, what do I do do I hang out with my friends do I hang up by myself like what do I do I know my um my mom so she married my dad obviously he had us <laughs> we lived in California and then when my grandfather my Turkish grandfather died like passed away we all had to move to Turkey so my mom literally moved to a foreign country like to Istanbul Turkey where how she what how old are you at this time I was like five five oh, um wow. So she moves to this foreign country that she doesn't even really speak the language. And yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't just like make it back for Christmas. You know what I mean? So we'd celebrate Christmas there like 
the, not obviously not a lot of people celebrated Christmas and my mom couldn't be near her any of her families like she has a bunch of siblings like parents like she couldn't see them and honestly I always admired it because I mean I'm sure she put on like a tough face for us but I'm sure it was really hard for her because she like was born and raised in New Hampshire and like always had like the same traditions and like we'd always go to my grandma's house for Christmas Eve and like obviously we couldn't really do those things um so I feel like that's a, a big one too is just like going through a major life change like that yeah no it's not fun and people say it's the most wonderful time of the year and don't get me wrong I love Christmas but I feel like there's so much pressure to be happy and if you're not happy during the holidays you almost feel like there's something wrong with you and then that yes. makes you feel even more like shit because you're like why aren't I happy everyone around me seems so freaking happy why can't I just be happy and it's like well you know I feel like you don't realize the impact traditions have on you until you no longer have them. It's so true. Like they seem so minuscule at the time, but then when they're changed or they're gone, you're like, oh, wait, this sucks. So true. <laughs> and I think it's like, you feel like you said on a normal day, you might be like happy or sad or whatever. And you don't think anything of it. You're like, oh, I'm just having a shitty day. But I feel like because it's Christmas, you're like, no, it has to be perfect. I have to be happy. I have to be warm and cozy and like drinking eggnog and doing this and doing that. And if you don't do all these things like, Oh my God, like that, that's the end of the world, but it's not true. And I think that's actually why people like the, like studies show that people actually get more depressed around the holidays because of all like the pressure and they see, you see like the stupid Hallmark movies, you see home alone and you see like happy families and all these things that like people are supposed to be doing. And if you're not partaking, then you feel like okay, like, you know, like maybe my life kind of sucks or like what's going on with me. I think we should normalize not being happy during Christmas. Like it's just another day and it, I'm such a hypocrite because mm -hmm. I'm like the, the queen of like, oh my God, the Christmas spirit and like wrapping presents. But I don't know, like if I'm being honest with myself, there's been a lot of years where I've been kind of like out of it or in a funk and stuff. And I feel like I try to like just turn that off. But like, it's fine. Like, it's just another day. And like, pretty soon, it, like, it literally comes in and goes so fast. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough that, you know, I actually like being with my family. I like going yeah. home for the holidays. But I have friends who dread going home for the holidays. That's and when true. they're home, they hate being there. They're like, I don't really like my family that much. And they so have true. so much anxiety towards being home for the holidays. And it's not always a blessing for some people to go home for the holidays. And I feel like we should normalize, you know, doing nothing for Christmas because it doesn't have to be this whole big to do and this whole big, yeah. you know, we're going to wake up and we're going to, you know, bake cookies and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Like I'm going to freaking snort sugar because it's freaking, <laughs> I don't know. That's what, what would Buddy the Elf do? I don't what know. Would Betty the Elf do? What would, I don't know. He would definitely snort sugar. Yeah. hundred percent. No, I completely agree with that. And also your transition traditions are going to change. Like someday I'm going to get married, have kids and do the whole like shebang shindig. And you know, this year, if I want to just like hang out by myself and like down a full bottle of wine on Christmas Eve, like I can, I can do that and it, <laughs> it'll be fine. And yeah, I think it's just like all about getting through it. But yeah, I think that was like important to know. It is just like, it's a, okay. We're just human. We're doing, we're getting through life and we're just doing our freaking best. And I feel like no one is as happy as they look on social media. Mm -hmm. um, I know we say that all the time, but like as another reminder, if you're listening to this right now, like no one is as happy as they look like people are putting their best versions of their lives online and like, don't measure yourself to that. Like I literally might honestly 
make it a goal to not go on Instagram for like the days, like the two or three days leading up to Christmas. Cause I just don't, don't want to deal with it. Like everyone's going to have this like picture perfect, like idea of their life. And I, I don't blame them for it, but like, I don't need to see that. I kind of want to just take mine in stride and just try to be present. Like whether it's a great time with my family or a horrible time or a fine time, I just want to like be in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of freaking Christmas, can we talk about how no one cares about Michael Buble until December? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't name one song that's not a Christmas song by him. Like, I feel like, imagine, but he's so good. Do you think he knew that like, he was think that born he was a gonna, Christmas star? He was going to be like the Christmas icon. And like, he would get one month and one month only a year. Like I heard him mentioned on the radio like five times this morning, but like come January, like people will forget, like Michael Buble will be like in the rear of your <laughs> mirror so far back, like you can barely see him. Oh, do you think that's kind of amazing though? Like, would you like to have that, like to be famous um, for one month every year and then it kind of goes away? No, because <laughs> when you want to create music that isn't Christmas related, people are automatically be like, what the hell are you doing? Stay in your lane. That's so true. Like, obviously Michael Bublé is like, wait, I have so many songs. Everyone's like, we don't give a fuck, Michael Bublé. <laughs> give us a Christmas album or give us death. <laughs> it's Christmas or bust. It's literally uh, actually so true. Oh God. Well, freaking happy holidays. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. For those that celebrate or happy don't Hanukkah. celebrate. I know. Happy whatever it is happy that you December do. Happy December 25th. It's just another day. Or you know what? Unhappy. Unhappy whatever the fuck it is that you Touché. celebrate. Unhappy. Have a shitty, shitty <laughs> Christmas. And it's a crappy not the best New Year. of the year. Okay. I don't well. know if there'll be hoes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. Okay. We wanted to circle back on something we talked about last week. So if oh, you haven't, yeah. yeah, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, stop what you're doing and go listen to episode 50. Um, we asked the baddies, we asked you guys to submit questions that you wanted advice on. And we got to a couple questions, but we were running out of time and we didn't get to go into depth on this one particular question. This one particular question. Yes, it was, this girl wrote in, basically she said that she likes a coworker that she works with, but yes. he's in a different department, but she can't get a gauge on how he feels. And we briefly, you know, Gave her dove, yeah, we briefly dove into it, but there is so much to this topic that I feel we need to give it a proper you know. It like hit us. We were like, wait, we're drinks after work and, and like I Wait, like we're going against our not talking about work, but well, it's fine. true, but like I, it hit us. We are like, we're drinks after work. And I feel like people dating coworkers, like grabbing a drink after work is like such a big part of it. We've never talked about that. So we were like, I we know. have to, we have to bring it up. Um, but like Abby said, to, to recap last week, basically the advice that we gave um, this girl that kind of has a thing for a coworker was that you likely should kind of pick up on little clues here and there as to how he feels, but they're going to be a lot more subtle than they would be with a regular, you know, guy that you met on a dating app or a guy friend that you have or someone that you see at a bar because he doesn't want to be running into an HR violation on mm -mm. Monday morning. It's not, you know, not a way to ring in the holidays. <laughs> no, and not any day of the year. You don't want to get in trouble with HR. And especially no. this day and age, guys have to be really, really careful about, all of their actions. Yes, 100%. Because something innocent could be blown into something that's not. And even if it's 
consensual, like it could, they could still get in trouble and it's just something to, you just have to be careful basically. So I think, and also by the way, like the examples we're going to be giving you guys are mostly going to be from corporate America because that's the experience we have. Obviously, I know there's a lot of other settings where like coworkers exist, but just wanted to preface that. Um, we just basically said, maybe wait till you're in a, you know, happy hour or like a, a work event setting where you're not in the office. Just kind of see how he, I guess, acts in that situation? Like, is he engaged in the conversation that you're in? Is he trying to like start a conversation specifically just with you? Is he asking you questions like, you know, where are you from? Like, what about, what are your parents like? Do you have any siblings? Like, and he's not doing that with anyone else. Um, I just feel like it's those little things that a guy will do to just treat you a little bit more special than he's treating the other people there. If he's really putting in that effort, I feel like you could be honest with yourself and kind of know if he's doing those things. Yeah. And is he like lingering in the kitchen? If you're in the kitchen at the same time, like is Mm. he asking how your day is going or is he just grabbing a snack and going right back to his desk? Like there are, like Shannon said, little things that you need to pay attention to. But I think- after work activities are where it's at. Yes, a hundred percent. And like you said, like in actually in the office, like I think a big one is like, is he thinking of like random reasons to like come to like your desk and like start conversations about work things that like he could have just emailed you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's all the same things that like, I guess any guy does like when he likes a girl, like he tries to think of, think of little reasons to talk to her or to get her attention. But like we said, they're going to be a little bit less outwardly flirtatious. I would hope at least. (laughs) Because there are some guys who are not that like inconspicuous, but Uh um, yeah, I think it's going to be like subtle. And I also think that it's like we, everything we say is a a contradiction, but it is a fine line here. Like, I think that you also don't want to mistake just general niceness or politeness with flirting either. Mm -hmm. Like if a guy like that you have a crush on like sees you in the hallway and it's like, how's your day going? You don't want to be like, oh my God, he's into me. And then be like asking him on a date. I think just like maybe like wait and just be pretty sure before like one of you makes some sort of a move. Right. So I feel like with this topic, there's a lot of do's and don'ts but i think we should focus more on the don'ts yeah there's a lot of things that you should stay away from yes and i think number one is um don't date your boss (laughs) (laughs) um don't date someone above you someone that you report to even though it can be tempting i know like people above you you know they're in this position of power and Mm -hmm. you know successful men are attractive but you know date you know a director at a different company you don't need to date a director at your company you don't need to date the vp at your own company no you don't need to do that i think like you said it's the position of power but Mm -hmm. any girl that's watched bridget jones knows jones knows how that ends don't shag the boss. You I, just, I don't watch Bridget Jones, but I'll pretend <laughs> like I do. Um, I one time did date my boss and this was back in high school. So before you guys come <laughs> before for we jump to any crazy yeah. conclusions. Um, I was a lifeguard at Ooh. a beach. Yeah. For six summers. Oh my God. Weird flex, but okay. And did you have like such a nice tan and you were kind of oh, like a yeah. cute lifeguard girl? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did the bare minimum, <laughs> but that's because I was dating the lifeguard captain. So basically the captain of the lifeguard team, yep, the captain of the lifeguard. So <laughs> he was in charge of like 15 of us and we were dating prior to us working together right and I only got the job because of him because we wanted to work together we thought it was a good idea it turns out it's not a good idea to date your boss because (laughs) 
it caused so many issues. I can't, I, the stories that I have from, I don't know how many years, maybe I, I like, know it. I'm still horrified. I think of, like, we only worked together for three summers. And then the last three summers, he didn't work there anymore. And I was lifeguard captain. Go um, off, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. But literally like we'd be fighting about something non-work related. And then he would tell me to do something. He'd be like, go run like a mile or whatever. Cause like they had to make sure we wear work out every day. And, and I'd be like, like punched him in the face. I'd be like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to go run a mile? Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> Literally. Like I can, everyone, everyone knew at the beach, if we were fighting, oh. it was so bad. You were so like literally toxic. like airing your drama at the beach yeah. and everyone's just like, yo, we're just trying to like make some extra spending money. Can you guys just like maybe like do this table this? There was a time where, so when you're a lifeguard, you have to practice drills, like fake drownings. Mm -hmm. Like the other lifeguards would mock you and like you'd have to, <laughs> are you picturing me swimming or something? I'm picturing you fake driving. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Help! <laughs> Okay, I have fallen and I cannot get up. So that was never me because I never oh. touched foot in the water because I was dating the lifeguard captain. And I Wait, you were a lifeguard that never went in the water? N no, Whoa. I went in. Like okay, twice that makes a, a lot of sense, Abby. Yeah, but so we would have to get mocked like once a week just to stay on top of our drills. And I remember this one time I was getting mocked. Um, <laughs> every, time, every time you say mocked, it's so funny. Oh God. Sorry, keep going. Keep um, going. We were fighting and I refused to go in. I literally refused to go in. One of our lifeguards was fake drowning in front of people on the beach. And I did not and, like, go no in. No one's helping the person drowning. And so the lifeguard to the chair next to me ran over and took my twerp and ran in because I was like, mm. I'm not doing, I was such, oh my God, my high brat. school Abby was such a brat, but I know this was like petty drama back in high school, but those created so many issues back then. I could only imagine like the issues it can actually cause in the real world. Like when there's real, when issues. there's real life issues and, and not just like mocking and shit. No, but you just don't date your boss. Yeah. I think that is honestly a very, very good point. I think that you just shouldn't date someone in any position of power. So like you said, a boss director, VP, like the head of HR, like anything where you feel like, you dating them could give you certain privileges. Um, people Ooh, are, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cause even Nepotism, if favoritism, exactly, all the tisms, like, there's going to, it's going to have like a negative stigma. And like, I'm not saying you should care what people think of you, but you just never want there to be any reason to doubt that what you have is because of right. Like if you get promoted, you don't want people to doubt that you just got that promotion because your boyfriend gave it to you or, you know, pulled some strings to give it to you. Yeah. You want to earn that promotion on your own and feel as though you deserve it. And you are hundred percent about that. But if you're dating someone who can, you know, control that aspect of your career, people are going to look at you differently and it sucks even if you did earn it. But at the end of the day, it's just best to steer clear of that. Um, yeah. I also think that if I'm thinking of favoritism, if you date someone like, in your group, on your team, in your department or whatever. Like if you're, I don't know, like you work in sales. So if there was a recruiter and an account manager that are dating on the same team, they could, you know, 
get together and be like, I'm going to give you all my candidates. I don't yeah, know how yeah. that stuff works, but 100... like, I'm give you all my jobs. Exactly. So yeah, Go like the, <laughs> the type of job that I have, like there's basically like two sides to the sales role and like both sides help each other out and you're all kind of competing. But if one person from each side are dating each other, there could be complete favoritism. So even though like one person isn't like a boss, like a boss of the other person, they could definitely like favor each other and that could cause a huge, huge issue. So I think people in your own like department or like in the role that you're in, obviously like it depends on the company. Cause I don't know the in, like inner workings of like the marketing department at like Liberty Mutual or something like that. Like, I don't know, but I would say for the most part, like maybe avoid because I think she's a little too close for comfort. Also like having a coworker that's like one of your direct like coworkers that sits right next to you as like a boyfriend, that's just like a bit much. Yeah, you're you know also I mean? seeing them way too. That's much. like the other thing. Like aside from just inappropriateness, it's like you see each other like after work, and then you're sitting next to each other all day. That's just like way, way too much. Yeah, I couldn't. Like That's... I need, I need to miss you. Yeah, you need some <laughs> space and time to miss each other. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, and like I don't know. I just don't. I don't love that vibe. I think. Um, I think anyone, like we said before, like anyone that can gain something from your relationship or anything that you can gain something like dating someone, just like think if there's like a way where that could happen and don't date that person. Mm -hmm. I think things that are in my mind, okay, is if you date someone that's in a completely, um, completely, completely <laughs> different department than you're in. So for example, like I'm on the sales team. If I dated someone that was on the marketing team or like client services, like just completely re removed from what I'm doing I think that's fine because like you're you don't really see them a lot and it's also just like so different than what you're doing they can really not like not gain anything from it I also think if you're dating someone from like a maybe similar type of role that you're in but they're in a different like division or different department I don't see an issue with that either really yeah no I think like if it's two man like if it's like a manager over like one group and then a manager over another group like and but they don't like oversee each other I think that's fine yeah it's definitely fine I think that just comes down to like personal preference and yeah. whether or not you want to you know date someone that works at the same company as you I think there's definitely no harm in that but um you definitely still need to be careful because you know let's say like you're dating someone that works in HR. You may not be on the HR team, but just because you're dating someone, like it's still not okay for that person on the HR team to disclose personal information to you. Oh, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you still have tough. to, it can get, it can get tricky, but it's definitely a safer option. Also, um, look up like the guidelines because a lot of companies like corporate companies actually have very strict dating rules. Like I have friends who worked at some companies and like started dating like a guy that they thought was really hot. And then they come to find out it's like very, very, very against the rules to date a coworker there. You can literally get fired for it. Oh wow. And they, they would, they, they took it seriously. Like they would fire people for that. So just be careful. Like, I guess like look at whatever contract you signed. I don't think signed. I've ever like actually read the fine print <laughs> in a contract. Like, like I, I don't know, know what my company says. Like I know what my company it's like not a big deal but adam no, I, I know it <laughs> <laughs> i know it other people's like it is so i would just keep an eye out for that too what about the actual relationships like what are what do we think of let's say you are dating a coworker that's like an appropriate person to date there like mm -hmm. what are the ground rules that you're setting 
Well, I feel like you need to set boundaries and expectations of how you two are going to act in the office because, you know, PDA should never be no, a Oh, my God. Ew. Like, yeah, that would be horrible. But I could see, like, someone like myself, like, if Mr. Man and I were, like, walking in the hallway, I'd be like, what's up? And then, like, I'd, like, go for, like, a quick kiss. And he'd be like, Abby, what are you doing? And, and yeah, then I'd be like, I'd get all pissy about that. But I feel like you need to, like, set those... Um, you know, ground rules from day one to like be on the same page. Like, how are you going to act in the office? Like, you don't need to like pretend like you don't know each other, but you still need to maintain professional. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I've like I've seen people that are together, and you would never know that they are at work. And if like that's, that's how, how it should be, be. Mm-hmm. like you should walk into the office, and everything else should disappear. Like, you shouldn't be in a relationship while you're there. I also like think that <laughs> if you're like a jealous person, um, you should be a little bit careful because, for example, let's say you know Michael and I, we we don't work together. Um, he goes to work every day, but he has like a team that he works on. I have a team I work on. I'm sure he has like you know, girl coworkers that I know he has girl coworkers <laughs> that he works with that I'm sure sometimes he will grab lunch with them or like talk to them about business stuff. Like slack. I don't each other. see it because like, I don't go to his office every day. So I don't see what he's doing at work. So in my right. mind, I'm like, Oh, Michael just went to work. I don't know what's actually happening at work, but like he went there. So I'm just like, Oh cool. And I do my thing. But if we did work them well yeah but like let's and it doesn't matter I, if I he gets lunch with the girl. True. But let's just take trust out of it. Mm-hmm. And let's say Michael and I work together. Now we walk into the office together and he goes over to his group and let's say he's like talking to a girl in his group and it could be like totally professional about business stuff or he's like, oh, like let's like grabbing lunch with like a new girl employee. Like I can't see that and be jealous because that's like causing now an issue. Oh my God, I used to do that in high school, literally at the beach. Like I would see the lifeguard captain my boyfriend like walk over to a lifeguard chair to sit with some girl because he would do that to all the all the lifeguards he'd like go like check in on them while they're sitting on the chair for an hour before their break Mm -hmm. and like just and I'd be looking over and grilling him like I wouldn't even be watching the water I'd just be like how dare you go sit with another girl (laughs) oh my god I'm not kidding toxic psycho Abby in high school I'll be the first one to admit it but But exactly like it was like not healthy like you can't be jealous yes and I also think I mean obviously like you said that was in high school so it was like fine you're acting that way but if you're like walking <laughs> into a corporate job yeah and your like boyfriend or husband is like talking to people that he oversees and you're getting jealous like that is now causing a very very large issue in the workplace mm-hmm. you're bringing your like relationship drama in I also think so like maybe if you have that type of personality and you can't handle it, then just don't date a coworker. Yeah, you have to like don't. look inward. Um, I also think that if you're like in a huge fight, I know that's another big one. Mm-hmm. You can't like walk into the office and be like in a grumpy mood. And like, if you see yeah, each other, just you like have to try- leave it at the door. Like that's going to make people uncomfortable. And I think like the biggest thing is like, I don't give a shit. Like I wouldn't give a shit what my coworkers do if they want to date people they work with, if they don't, whatever. But my thing is like, don't make it my problem. Like, I don't want you to bring that into my life. And now I feel uncomfortable because you decided to do that. And I feel like that's kind of like the way that you have to go about it. Like don't air the dirty laundry. Like even if you're in a blow up fight, like you have to literally act so professional and civil when you're there. Cause if you don't, like it's going to make people feel weird. Right. And it's going to affect your day to day. Like you're going to take it out on your coworkers when you yeah. didn't mean to. And maybe vent more than you should because you feel like it's okay, but it's, it's not because when you're dating someone that your coworkers work with or know, like you can't like vent about your 
you know, relationship drama like you would if they had no idea who it was. I have a friend who works at a company and they had, this is like pre-COVID, but they had this like event and everyone went to it or like a decent amount of people went to it. There was like a select group that went and this couple was dating and everyone knew they were dating like whatever, but they got into like a huge blowout fight at the event and one of them took a drink and like threw it at the other person and literally everyone saw it it was like this big thing it was like so much drama and I can't I don't she didn't tell me I don't know if one of them got fired or like what happened but it was like a huge huge issue and they had to deal with that because it's not like a oh I'm just going out with my boyfriend and we get into a fight it's like you know you're at a company event and you have to be professional so yeah I think just like be careful and maybe don't get into a toxic relationship but that's probably the best yeah step that's one a, that's probably step one um what about like <clears throat> you know the inevitable like a breakup oh my god I okay well I've there's two sides to I that. love how I said the inevitable <laughs> like you're bound, you're bound <laughs> yeah. to break up so you're like we can just put to. that out there right now it's never gonna work out but what do well, we think okay so I have one thing about a breakup that comes to mind and that maybe other people can relate to. Maybe not. Maybe it's just a me problem. But I remember I was talking to whatever someone at work and like it never really led to anything, but um, whatever. It fizzled out, whatever. Totally fine. And I started talking to someone new, whatever or whatever. And then <laughs> stop saying whatever. <laughs> it's because I'm trying. I feel, like, I feel like you're trying not to give too many details. So it was like someone you were kind of on and off with before, but yeah, like you was, rekindled. I was on and off with someone. And then while we were off, I started talking to someone new that I worked with. Scandal. And, um, <laughs> whatever. And then, and then we were back on. And then while we were on that person found out about the other person, the guy from work. Correct. Yes. And basically gave me an ultimatum. Like you need to quit your job. You need to leave your company. Like, I don't want you going to work every day and seeing that person. I was like, well, like knowing that you used to talk to him. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even see that person at work. So you're stupid. And also I'm not quitting my job. I love my job. So get fucked. <laughs> but that created a serious problem in our yes. you know, relationship. And it's something to think about because, you know, unless you quit, get fired, or if that person quits or get fired, like just because you break up, it doesn't mean they're magically going oh, yeah. away. They don't poof out of your life. Like, they don't just poof. Like you no. still, whether or not you see them, like they're still there. Like you still have to, you know, deal with them being at your company. So that's something to think about and like think twice about because at least for me, it caused issues yeah no one I think that's such 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 a good point and I'm so glad you brought that up because I don't think people realize that mm, yeah I think well I think it's like normal you, you graduate college you get a job like you meet some cute guy from work and you're like oh my god this is fun but so like you don't realize that like what if you get into a relationship with someone yeah that you work with and then it doesn't work out you break up and then the next guy you talk to he knows your ex-boyfriend is someone that you're gonna go and see every single day so many people would get jealous and insecure about that you know what right. i mean and it's just like not something that you would or at least not something i, don't I would account for deal with exactly it's just like such an unknown thing and like, like we're not together for a reason and it's like your career you know what i mean like you don't want the guy that you're with to be like feeling weird or jealous or insecure about your career or being like, Oh, like, why'd you leave the office so late last night? Even though there's nothing going on, that's just like a weird like path to go down. And let's say you end up marrying this person 
And like now he has issues with your job. Like that's just like a, a weird spot to be in. So I think that's another really good point. Like yeah. I would be full transparency. Like I have dated someone that I worked with um, like decently seriously. And to be honest, like I was pretty young at the time, but looking back, like I don't, not that I don't think I would have done that. I just think like if I was giving advice to another girl, I think unless you're like very, 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 very sure, I think you should just be a little bit careful with it because you just like, if you stay at that place, like that's kind of like you're there and you have to deal with the repercussions. Luckily in my situation, like, like everything's fine. Everything worked out like cordially, like good on good terms with this person. And it's like, obviously on, I'm on, I'm on great terms with Michael, but it did work out, but I think there's a lot of situations where it wouldn't have, and it could right. have gotten a little bit messy and like, ugly like I'm not with on both either fronts. people anymore. Yes, exactly. Um, so I think just like use your best judgment and just try to make sure you're doing the right things. Also, I think that it's important just like when we said you have to lay down some ground rules before you start dating about the relationship. I, I do think that it's very important. I actually did this with the person I talked to was, we laid down ground rules. Like if we break up, this cannot affect our job. Right. And luckily it didn't. And it was always like fine, but you just never want to be with someone where like, let's say you break up and now it's like an unworkable, an unlivable, like working environment. Like it's hostile and you feel uncomfortable when you see each other. And if you guys both start dating other people, there's going to be like drama. You can't have that. So I think just taking all those factors into consideration is important. I agree. Yeah. But anyways, happy dating. Yeah. Good luck out there. Good I think luck to out answer there. that girl's question, I don't know, maybe think uh, twice. Maybe just don't do it, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, it's not worth it. Just no, no regrets, but like. Meet some hot I guy just, from the gym. Yeah. It's just don't mix business with pleasure. Yeah. I just, I don't think so. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. So. For those of you that are new or um, you've noticed or old. or old and you just have noticed we haven't done our product spotlight in a while. It's because Shannon and I can't shut the hell up. All we do is talk and we run out of time every week. We literally were like, we have to, we literally didn't do drunk deets this week because we were like, we have to do the product spotlight. We have stuff we want to talk about. I know. And again, we're still on the hunt for a name for the product spotlight. Let us know. So wait, didn't someone send us one that was kind of cute once, and we were like, "Ooh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember it. <laughs> I think it started with we a G. suck. Um, something for the gals or something. I don't oh, know. goods for the gals. No, but I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Goods for the gals. Ooh, good. Mm, okay, good. we'll workshop good. and we'll table that. Come back, circle back later. We'll table <laughs> it. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Ew. Wait, what were you saying a lot before? What, whatever. When, whatever. 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 <laughs> Apparently. I can feel you getting so anxious. I, I was like, like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Tell me you're awkward and uncomfortable without telling me. <laughs> whatever. Anyways. Anyways. Um, product spotlight. You want to go first or do you want me to go? You can go. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a product that I would have had to use today if I didn't take my dirty shower with my brown <laughs> water. Because um, my hair was very greasy this morning. Ooh. Um, I'm getting so much better about not sh- like washing my hair. I thought you were day. just going to say not showering every day. Ew. Abby's like, I'll go no. like three to four business days without showering now. And it's kind of great. No, but today is Monday. And I didn't, I haven't washed my, I washed my hair today, but I didn't wash my hair 
since Friday. Wait, what? That's really good for That's me. That's huge for you. I know. Abby's like usually an everyday, like she or would get her hair day. done and like still wash her hair that night. I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> I know it's my toxic trait, but I, <laughs> I really, really love the brand Moroccan oil. Their dry shampoo. I swear to God, I have tried so many dry shampoos and I hate them all. They make me feel dirty. I feel like it looks like I have dandruff. You know, like when you use a dry shampoo and yeah. you could like scratch your head. Oh my God. And, and then your fingernails. In your finger, it makes me want to vomit when that And I'm happens. like, is it, is it my skin? Like what is yeah, it? Like, I forgot that I wore the dry shampoo and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like my skin is flaking <laughs> off and it's like a crater of just disgustingness. Yeah. So this product, I swear by, I've tried so many things and I always have gone back to it and I finally just stopped wasting money on trying new shit because this is my holy grail dry shampoo um they have two kinds so one is for light hair tones and one is for dark hair tones i started using this product when we went blonde so i bought the light tones and now that my hair at the roots is a little bit darker well a lot darker (laughs) i i still use the light tones and it's totally fine like you just have to like really masseuse it in there and it's totally fine because the dark shampoo kind of like i mean the yeah the dark tone dry shampoo is like this like weird color that i'm not about it's like reddish yeah i don't like it It looks like poo um (laughs) so i recommend i thought that you liked poo (laughs) no no i really recommend the light toned one whether <laughs> the light. <laughs> Wait, you know what's hilarious is that what? we have a podcast and we can't speak. Like we literally cannot enunciate. We can't say words. We like just slur everything. To our defense, and we're not even drinking. <laughs> to our defense, it's nine thirty. I know. PM. We've been at this for a while. We got into the elevator right before we came up here, and we were just staring at the elevator doors and like <laughs> with Peter. And like ten minutes later, we realized none of us hit a button. My eyes are bloodshot. I'm still hungover. But anyways, keep going. Uh. Um, I really recommend the light tones one, whether or not you have blonde or dark hair, it doesn't matter. It's $26. You can get it at Sephora or on their website. They have a travel size. I don't know how much it is, but if you don't want to commit to the full size bottle and it really lasts a while, you don't need a lot. And yeah, a little goes a long way. Moroccan oil, dry shampoo, holy grail. Love that. Till I die. All right, so mine is also like a beauty product. It is Youth to the People Superfood Antioxidant Cleanser Kale Green Tea Spinach and Vitamins. I know it's like a very long title. I've <laughs> seen like people call it different things. Like some people just call it the Youth to the People Green Tea and Spinach Cleanser. Other people say the full name. Um, basically, if you look up Youth to the People Cleanser, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, it's honestly amazing. So I follow, do you know Skincare by Hiram? Yes, you introduced me to him. I love him. I found him during the pandemic, which I feel like a lot of people did, but he is just, I don't know. I feel like he kind of just cracked the code on skincare. He, I don't think, I don't even think he's a, like an esthetician or a like dermatologist. Like he's not any of those things. He just is very, honestly, very smart and into science, but just Mm -hmm. kind of realized how certain 
formulas kind of work with your skin and like what's good for certain skin types and what isn't. And he honestly is just very big on the ingredients. So he's like all these fancy skincare brands. A lot of them have fragrance, which isn't great for your skin. And he just started to like break down like the chemicals and how they react and like what brands are good. So he gave a lot of good recommendations. A lot of girls are like, he literally changed my life and like made my skin so clear or whatever. But one thing he always recommended was the youth to the people superfood cleanser. He's like, this is like probably the, the number one cleanser that I recommend. Like is so it many girls. 100% plant-based? Like just. Yeah. It's fragrance free. It smells really nice. It has like a really nice clean smell to it. Um, but honestly, it's, it's amazing. He's like, I, so many girls have written in saying like this literally cleared up my skin and it just gave me really nice skin. I don't really deal with, um, a okay. ton of acne or yeah, anything like <laughs> I do have a cute little pimple that's hanging around oh, she's cute she's cute right she's cute I know I think like I was gonna <laughs> pop her and then I was like maybe I'll save her for new year's <laughs> G- give her a new year's kiss <laughs> put her in my pocket <laughs> okay you have taking it too I far I literally need to be put down <laughs> anyways um sell me this cleanser okay so the biggest thing is just like it's good for I think like oil to normal skin types. Like I think guys have a complex skin. It gets like a little oily in the T-zone, whatever. But it, Wait, so it's good for like combination skin or it's good for- Combination, honestly, any dryer. skin type could probably be fine with it. I think combination is usually what it's like best for. Mm-hmm. But combination is also like the most difficult skin type to yep. um, treat because- obviously is it oily is it dry no one knows so honestly if you have oily or dry skin it'll probably be fine for that too but it just clears up your skin it really like deeply cleans it like you feel it really like get into your pores and I always notice because I used to take my makeup off and you know when you dry your face after you take your makeup off and there's still like a fuck ton of makeup that gets on the (laughs) towel that like doesn't really happen when I use this and it also just kind of even my complexion. Like I always hated how I have like a little bit of like rosacea here and there, like some like dark spots, light spots, like purple, magenta, orange, green, pink, like you name it. And I feel like it kind of just took that all away. Um, so I highly recommend this. It is $36 at Sephora, which is a little bit pricey, but, but to be completely honest, I've had this for like, I don't know, like six to seven months and oh, it's wow. lasted. Just the one bottle. Yep, I just do Holy one shit. pump and like that'll that'll do it for me. Um, but if you want to get the travel size first, just to see if you like it, it's only twelve dollars. So okay. I would do Maybe that if I'll you wanna that. honestly I love it. But you say that you break out with stuff, right? I know. My skin is so sensitive. Like every product that I put on my face. What can you use that like doesn't make it break out? There was like one thing, right? That I use CeraVe. CeraVe. Yeah, this is like super like basic yeah. ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like CeraVe too. CeraVe, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, but. Yeah, but honestly, I'll give it a highly, shot. highly recommend this, like the number one thing that I will stand behind. So if you guys try it and like it, let us know. Once again, Product Spotlight is something that is completely um, p- promotion free. Like mm-hmm. we do not get paid by these brands or anything like that to talk about it. We just wanted to have a segment where we could tell you guys what products we genuinely like. And if we ever do get sponsors, we'll always let you know and be honest. Yeah. Thanks so much. Well, that's all we have this merry, merry week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode and hanging out with us. We're going to go get ready to spread the Christmas cheer and sing loud for all to hear. Yeah, because we're just so full of joy. But get your freaking eggnog ready. Take your wig off. Kick your feet up. Relax. Enjoy yourself. Don't enjoy yourself. It doesn't matter. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.